Welcome back, universe. It's an SFBCPC mini-ep. That's an abbrev for Sci-Fi Book Club Podcast miniature episode. On today's mini-ep, we'll be talking about Stranger Things Season 1, Episode 4, uh, created by the Duffer Brothers and released in Earth Year 2016. I'm your host, Brent Aldrich, and with me as always via holographic projection, it's my co-host, Mr. John Love. Hi, John. Hello. And also joining me on these mini-eps, as always, it's Steve. Hello, Steve. And moving right along, uh, after after the uh, holographic uh, barber's huge scissors have gotten entrapped in in your beard uh he stumbles backwards onto an open chair and sticks his hand in in in, in a bowl of just hot the hot shaving cream i don't know why it's in a bowl but sh- there it is that's where he keeps it uh what what's your move uh pull the scissors out of my beard and go after john for ducking it in front of me uh oh, oh, okay you you do that What's what's the attack? You just come at me? You just come at me, bro? Uh, go after... You're not freaking there. It <laughs> doesn't matter. There. John, I think your armor class That's was right. 12. No, it was 13. Yes. I go for your waist. I'm trying to cut you in half. Okay, you, uh, you swing your scissors uh, directly at him, but alas, he's also a holographic projection, and they slide right through, dealing no damage. Uh, thank you. That would have really pissed me off if I was uh, a being that, that could be cut in half. Assuming that I had two legs, I would not want to be separated from them. Well, he still rolled pretty low. I should have so. gone for it. Just trying to cut one of your legs off. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. almost uh, cut my wispy uh, holographic tail off, but not quite. Roll for initiative, boys. Alrighty. I got nine. Eleven. Uh, I got a one. Oh, critical <laughs> fail. <laughs> I'm, I can't even say anything this whole episode. <laughs> Them's the rules. Just talk for 25 minutes, and then I'll jam all the bits in in the last five, <laughs> for all the segments. You get to say one word. Well, I'm going to save my one word for our three-word rhyme. <laughs> Which yep, yep. You'll, you'll be going last, so uh, appropriate. Get to drop a cherry on top of that rhyme. Yeah. Well, yeah. If uh, if the word I choose is berry, which it's not going to be. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, episode four, jump right in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, go. <laughs> uh, I knew Will wasn't dead. Called it last episode. Oh, yeah. That was not one of your five predictions. <laughs> it wasn't a prediction. I was just, I knew it. I didn't even have to predict it because I knew it. I knew it. Well, that's a very sportsman of you. <laughs> predicted I, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to make the prediction. 
Well's not dead. We get a better look at the monster. Um, and that kid peed himself. That's like a perfect episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Kid's not dead. And Good look at a monster. Kid pees himself. Yes. I mean, there's really, you know, three, three, three great uh, marks of a true drama. Mm-hmm. The top. Othello. Yeah, I mean, Romeo I consider, I consider, you know, Will not being dead. That's got to be like one leg to build up a perfect episode. Getting a better look at a monster. That's got to be the other leg in which a perfect episode is built. And then between those two legs, you you, you pee down your leg. So does that. <laughs> you know, that's the tripod theory of how a perfect episode is built. Mm. Exactly. Pee. Solid two-leg foundation and then urine right down the middle. Solid, two found, t- solid two-leg foundation and then liquid as the third leg. <laughs> Uh, what do you what do you think about the monster thus far that we, that we've seen? It's just been little, little bits and pieces, gl- glibs and glams. Uh, it seems glibs and glams. Less, um, it seems less intimidating because you're not. It's like taking away bits of your imagination. When you, when you're seeing more, is that yeah. The more the more you see of it, the less you have to like, like imagine. So mm-hmm. the void and the basement of the factory or what it is, the labs. Mm-hmm. It seems like 10 times scarier than the monster because you have no idea what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's scary shit. It comes yeah. out of all walls and doesn't have to interact with physics at all. So That's right. Any monster that fucks with physics mm-hmm. is the scariest kind IMO. That's- that's the third leg to a good episode, so John. Right. Eh, it's fine. That's just your opinion. We got a good look at how, how many legs the monster has. Okay. He looked I think when we saw him when we saw him down in the pool, I don't know, that seems like we saw the most of him that we've seen. I thought he looked like a little uh little golem, little smeagol. But yeah, I think it was a lot scarier when I just saw like his shoulder blade coming through that wall or whatever. Yeah. He, looks, he looks by people. I think you'll be all right, Tim. Well, we'll see. I already know if I'll be all right. <laughs> you don't. Is it, uh, is it time for Steve's predict? Oh, no, the hero thing? Two heroes. <laughs> Who's the hero? Sure. Let's play. Who's the hero? Um, Steve, well, who won the initiative role? Brent? Yeah. This is your time to shine. Who's the hero? I feel like... Okay. Well, again, I'm not prepared for this bit, uh, but I'm going to give it to uh, Jonathan Byers' sweater because here's the thing. Um, If you can go out... If you can wear... If you can successfully wear that sweater and um, uh, get any FaceTime with Nance, uh, you're doing something right. So Jonathan Byers' sweater hero of this episode one choice uh steve who do you got who's the hero um, lucas's face after mike calls hell pretty <laughs> good <laughs> yeah lucas has had a lot of really good yeah. faces in this series i mean i think i talked about it last time when they picked up the monster killer 
Yeah. Uh, yes. His face when he picked that up was just precious. Um, well, unfortunately, <laughs> you're best, but you're both wrong. Uh, and, I mean, this episode was unique in the fact that there was two potential, I mean, there's a tie for the winner of the hero of this episode. Uh, one being uh, Shepard, the sacrificial lamb who climbed into, again, this terrifying uh, butthole in the, in the wall of this lab. I mean, this guy probably has a family. He probably just got, you know, got through college. He's paying off his student loans. Mm-hmm. He has to go in this terrifying, potentially demon world, yeah, through just a gr- gross, gaping orifice. Um, what? What? Do you, that's so, that's hero stuff. And then he, yeah. you know, then he perishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's tied for the win with the little spin move after she makes the bully pee his pants. Uh, which if you haven't seen, please go back and watch it because it's absolutely delightful and also hero-worthy. How we play, who's the hero? Uh, a little spin move and Shepard, the sacrificial lamb. And we're back. All right. You know, there were a couple other, like, I wouldn't have, obviously I didn't call these hero material or I would have brought it up in the, in the segment, but both, uh, you know, both Dustin and Hop get some pretty good like get some pretty good lines and some pretty good deliveries in this episode uh dustin the the point at which they're all getting shuffled into the uh, big assembly hall with their teacher and they, they just walk in and see like everyone and dustin just like lean backs and whispers abort and they just like push him forward and keep going it's a good it's a good moment and then hopper later on when he uh is in the morgue and talking to the guy outside saying like, Hey, this guy wants you back to the station. And he's like, who's that? He's like, Oh no, I meant the other guy. Uh, says something like, well, "Never mind." Yeah. Punches just him punches him a couple of times. It's good. Some really good deliveries there. Good, good, strong performances from both those guys. Yep. Hopper, Hopper delivered a fine number of uh, blows to people's faces this episode for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Hey, and I also want to say with regards to uh, John, I think maybe you were saying earlier, maybe last episode, I don't remember, if uh, Eleven was more like Jean Grey or Professor X. And uh, this this episode, looking like Professor X, locating mutants with his brain. There you go. Oh. That's what I wrote in my notes. L is Professor X. Oh. Yeah, it does I think Dustin also meant like that's one of his lines I believe as well that she's like Professor X. So there we go. I guess we're all swayed to the Professor X side of this equation, but we'll see. Jury's still out. Yeah. One line of this episode was when Al called the bully a mouth breather. Then looks at him for a minute and then just goes mouth breather. So good. Yeah, that kid gets the brunt of her uh, attacks in this episode and uh, maybe in future episodes. We'll see. Nice. Which is good because that kid sucks. <laughs> yeah, man, 80s bullies are the worst. Yeah. I mean, especially these two bullies because they don't even say, like, they don't even have, like, good lines. <laughs> like, yeah. the way that they make fun of them is just terrible. 
Like if you're going to be a bully, you at least have to, you know, have have something like good to say before you do the pounding. Otherwise, it's just like, I don't know. Right. I, I'm not a fan of those guys at all. Well, do we want to talk about some predictions from the last episode? Do we have a Steve's prediction corner? There it is. Uh, no theme song, but yeah, as a title. Maybe we can work on that for the next episode. I feel like it, it's we it's been around long enough. It's time for a theme song. I think so. We'll get on it. So, oh gosh, what was this first one? John, can you read your notes? Mine are. Uh, it's uh, Jonathan does a or learns a crane kick. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't happen. Didn't see it. Zero points awarded. Oh, man. Oh, police find hippie shit. Which he's, I mean, we did clarify what hippie shit was, and it was something like experiments or something like that. So, I don't know, finding the stuffed body, potentially. Hippies always stuffing bodies. That's right. Big body stuffed with cotton seems like like some hippie shit. If it was stuff full of weed, then I'd be a different thing. Yeah, beach grippy shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, beaded rugs. <laughs> stuffed with patchouli. Stuffed with Bob Marley. <laughs> he just came out. That would have been, su- like, been a surprise. <laughs> And then he uh, shot the sheriff, but, which is Hopper. Yeah, I, I shot the sheriff. He just pops out of the, his body and shoots him. And then he writes that song, and the rest is history. So um, I can't give you full points. Is what we're saying. Yeah. What do you what do you, what do you think in a quarter? Quarter. A quarter or a half point? Okay, quarter points it is. <laughs> Um, Curious spoken. Things get worse. Things get worse. Well, yeah. I mean, it's tough to argue the other way. Things could get deeper, certainly. Um, Some things arguably get better. Like, we can confirm now that Will's alive. Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't. Brent, what are you thinking? Are we going full points on this one, or three quarters of a point? You know what? I might be all right with full credit on this one. I'm just thinking about some other characters, like Winona Ryder gets worse. That's for damn sure. Steve. Steve becomes even more of a douchebag. Steve gets worse. Yep. And also Steve in the TV show. Oh. Yeah, I see what I did. That was a bit of a fluffer prediction, but it, I still nailed it. Okay. We'll give you full credit. Oh, Donald, the previous hero, Donald, <laughs> cuts off Winona Ryder, so she re- resorts to shoplifting. Didn't happen. At least not, at least not, not on screen. <laughs> not, not on screen, not on the scoreboard. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's too bad. Don't sleep on Donald. <laughs> and uh, finally, the last one. yeah, Mike goes missing. 
And that brings you up to a grand total of one and a quarter points this week for a running tally of three and a half points. <laughs> Thanks well, for being the scorekeep too, John. I appreciate Absolutely. that. I assume that if he gets over 11 points on the season, then he wins the prize package. There it is. From uh, Accidental Beans. From Accidental Beans. I didn't mean to do that. But it tastes good. Accidental beans. And we're back. So, Steve, uh, you want to make some predictions for the next episode? You bet. Uh, Hopper beats the stuff. Somebody. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Joyce continues. To... She's doing pretty good so far, but I think she's going to make some more, uh, do some more remodeling on the house. Prediction number three, somebody eats candy. I don't know what candy, but somebody's going to eat some candy. For uh, for a half-point bonus point, uh, mm. predict one person specifically. Dustin. Dustin eats candy. For another half-point half bonus, predict what candy? Pieces. Mm. It's just like my jam. Let's do that. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Clarification. Peanut Butter Cups. Let's do that. Peanut Butter Cups. PBCs. Final prediction this week is Mr. Clark, the science teacher, got his new ham radio, and then to find his keys. Is that only four predictions? Only four this week. I mean, still the same po- possibility of getting the total five points. So, yep, perfect. All right, Great. and that's how we play Steve's prediction corner. Theme song goes. So um, we'll we'll add that in post the yeah. theme song. I got I got just one more thing I want to say. Go, go for it. Um, uh, let's see here, uh, Scrappy Doo. He is Scooby-Doo's nephew and uh, Scooby-Doo's sister, Ruby-Doo. Ruby-Doo. However, uh, still yet to be confirmed who the father is. Next episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I had this episode um, just to add to the their film. Yeah. We see the hallway um, rocking that wicked awesome hazmat space suit straight up reference like Alien Space Odyssey. Or nods to other moves that the lights inside glowing his face glowing and then uh, looks something like uh, Space Odyssey. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. Yep, the uh, the references won't stop coming. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Dyson's Question Master Corner. Dyson, sadly, is still missing. The search for Dyson does continue. Uh, but we do have this note from him that he left in his time cage. I'm not sure how it got there, but uh, 
he apparently also watched this episode of Stranger Things and, and you know, left a note for us to, uh, to read this on air during this episode. So uh, we have, uh, yeah, so he has two questions listed here. Um, uh, how did they make such a lifelike uh, stuffed body? Good. Have like a mold of this kid made? Uh, it, it, what the heck? How deep does this go? Yeah. Yeah, Dyson, always the, uh, he's the person who's always going to the bottom of things and really trying to figure out how it's all put together, uh, which mirrors our story of trying to find him. Mm. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, do you guys have any opinion or uh, think? I think there's a, I don't know if you've ever met one, but the government. Um, I've never met a government. On staff, never, the government sculptors. Phenomenal, phenomenal work they do. Best, uh, they're the best artists, and then they eat them. They force them to make just phenomenal sculptures. Uh, that, that's my prediction. That's what I. That's what I think happened. There's some some Got poor it. Picasso, tormented and forced to make things with the government. Some kind of tormented Picasso. Good. I hope I hope we find out that's the case. Sake. Yep. Not for our own. Uh, Brent, you, what do you think? Actually, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. we'll let uh, we'll let you answer Dyson's second question. Okay. Um, so eleven powers by again making this bully look foolish. Um, but she uh, made him pee his pants. How'd she do that? <laughs> Did she use her mind to, like, squeeze his bladder? Hmm. Hmm. Um, I think think what she did was just... uh, She did use her mind to... uh, I I think she can... I think she was actually uh, tapping into his his brain also some. And just with lots of, uh, you know, like a, a montage of, like, Niagara Falls, uh, a dripping kitchen faucet... Uh, ocean waves, uh, just just a water montage. Nice water montage. Uh, Dyson uh, Dyson says, "Nope, sorry, you're wrong, Brent. It's not a water montage. She actually just squeezes his bladder with her mind." Damn. Uh, but he he awarded you points for that. I don't know. He gave you three point five points. So it looks like you're tied with Steve now. <laughs> Take note. All right, so that's how we play Dyson's Question Master Corner. And now it's time for your axe to grind. To grind yet uh, in this mini-series. But, I, so, so to make up, I have two for this. Um, this is something you guys need to watch out for uh, during the rest of the episodes. The way that Jonathan Byers runs infuriates me. <laughs> True. He like turns his body and like drags one of his legs behind him. There'll be more times when he runs in this series. <laughs> and it's like if you got two legs, you got to use them to their, you know. Frustrating. Anyways, keep keep an eye peeled for Jonathan Byers running. Uh, the other one is Nancy taping the entire photo together. Yep. When after she taped the first two bits together, she could see the entire you know, 
hot Demogorgon monster. Yeah. Uh, and then she like picked it up and looked at it once it was all completely taped together as if it was like this big reveal. I thought that was very strange. Okay. And Nancy's way. Yeah. Time when Barb, her best friend, his life is possibly at stake. Uh, and that's your axe to grind. Thanks for that extra grind, John. It's been a minute. Sure has. I was going to say something about uh, Joyce's axe that she actually had to grind after she smashed it through some plaster. Yeah. After she put a hole in the wall. Hey, how'd you like how'd you like her axe technique? I was thinking that when she had a hammer earlier, just you know, if if all that checked out, Winona Ryder using tools, which is probably a new show. <laughs> does that uh, does all that check out? It's on after this old house. <laughs> uh, everybody knows you get the most effective swing if you keep your hands far apart and kind of like just punch the wall with both hands simultaneously. So, <laughs> beautiful technique. She nailed it. Good. She axed it. All right. We got, we got anything else? My way out of this one. Yeah. Got, got through my notes. You ready to rhyme three words? Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe I think, Brent, you won the initiative all right. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, Wow. I've never got to start. Mess it up. Syrup. Syrup. Was that? So, so far we have syrup and Europe. Yep. Stirrup. See you later. See you next episode.